You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by a pastor on staff here at East Coast Christian Center. Hey, good morning to Morning Breath. This is the Drive Time Devotion, sure to jumpstart your day. My name is Pastor Christian. I'm one of the pastors here on staff, and I'm honored to be hosting Morning Breath today. The way Morning Breath works is that we take a chapter of the Bible, we read it the night before, and then we come back the next morning, read it again. We go to the studios at our Merritt Island campus, and then we record it on the radio. And what's really cool about this is we don't plan and script and kind of come up with what we want to share. We let God breathe on it. And that's the whole theme and idea of Morning Breath is that What's God's breath? What is he speaking on today? And you get to kind of hear us process a Bible study together. And today is very special for me because I have my beautiful wife, Anne-Marie, in the studio with me. Good morning, Anne-Marie. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Awesome. I'm glad to be here. It's so good to have you. If you guys don't know, Anne-Marie is amazing. We've been married for 18 years. We've got three kids and just doing life together. She helps me co-pastor TNT Youth Church at our Vieira campus. And she's just an amazing woman of God. I'm so proud of you, Anne-Marie, and I'm loving getting to do this with you today. Oh, thank you. So we're going to be going through Proverbs 18. But before we do that, why don't you tell them how to be able to get connected to Morning Breath? The coolest way would be the East Coast app. It's pretty awesome. You can find that on your app store, or you can go to eccc.us, and that will give you lots of information about events and past sermons, and you can also listen to Morning Breath episodes on there. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube as well, or you can call 321-452-1060, and we'll email you or mail you with more information about East Coast Christian Center. That's awesome. Yeah, lots of ways to stay connected. And we encourage you to make it just a daily habit. That's the cool thing is God originally gave Pastor Dan the vision for morning breath when he was wanting to have just a good pattern and a habit of getting into the Word every day, and not just for himself, but for East Coast and really for our community. And what's neat is over almost 20 years, there's people all around our county and now really around the world through podcasts and through the app that are able to be a part of this and just Get in the Word every day. It's awesome. So we've got some exciting stuff coming up. Is Our next big event is our Night of Worship, which is going to be next Wednesday on March 10th. Now, I know that you are a big fan. Anne-Marie plans our family vacations around Night of Worship <laughs> to make sure that we don't miss it. She's like, I ain't missing that for nothing. So why don't you tell them what that is a little bit? I do try to be there every time. It's one of my favorite nights of every month. Um, so we have extended worship. Um, the night of worship specifically when there's not like the first Wednesday with a message, it's pretty much almost all worship, yeah. which is my favorite. Yeah, five minute so, word, maybe a little encouragement. Like I love the word, but something about just worship to me yeah. is just so powerful. And so getting there, it's like no matter how busy you are, it will be like the best night of your month. Yeah, it changes everything. And those services are 6 and 7.30. We recommend that you go on our app or our website and just reserve a space. It's, of course, it's free. We're just trying to account for having enough room for everybody there. So make sure you do that. As always, you can find that information on the app or on the website. So we're going to be getting into this Proverbs 18. There is 24 verses. And so we'll divide it right down the middle. I'm going to have you read first, the first 12, and then I'll finish it up 13 to 24. And I'm going to be reading out of the New Living Translation. What are you using today? Also the New Living Translation. Nice copycat. No <laughs> no, New King James. Sorry, Pastor Dan. I'll talk to her later, make sure she gets 
New King James next time. But I love this translation and I love this chapter. So you ready to get started? Yes. All right. I must say unto you, read, ma'am. Unfriendly people care only about themselves. They lash out at common sense. Fools have no interest in understanding. They only want to air their own opinions. Doing wrong leads to disgrace, and scandalous behavior brings contempt. Wise words are like deep waters. Wisdom flows from the wise like a bubbling brook. It is not right to acquit the guilty or deny justice to the innocent. Fools' words get them into constant quarrels. They are being, they are asked, they are asking for a beating. The mouth of fools are their ruin. They trap themselves with their lips. Rumors are dainty morsels that sink deep into one's heart. A lazy person is as bad as someone who destroys things. The name of the Lord is a strong fortress. The godly run to him and are safe. The rich think of their wealth as a strong defense. They imagine it to be a high wall of safety. Haughtiness goes before destruction. Humility precedes honor. Verse 13, spouting off before listening to the facts is both shameful and foolish. The human spirit can endure a sick body, but who can bear a crushed spirit? Intelligent people are always ready to learn. Their ears are open for knowledge. Giving a gift can open doors. It gives access to important people. The first to speak in court sounds right until the cross-examination begins. Flipping a coin can end arguments. It settles disputes between powerful opponents. An offended friend, an offended friend is harder to win back than a fortified city. Arguments separate friends like a gate locked with bars. Wise words satisfy like a good meal. The right words bring satisfaction. The tongue can bring death or life. Those who love to talk will reap the consequences. The man who finds a wife finds a treasure, and he receives favor from the Lord. The poor plead for mercy. The rich answer with insults. There are friends who destroy each other, but a real friend sticks closer than a brother. Amen. Awesome. That was great. This is a tricky chapter to pick from because yeah. almost the entire so thing is highlighted. Yeah. I love it, but I'm just going to go with the low-hanging fruit here because when I was studying this, I had to focus on this. Our our friend Nick over here, our sound engineer, is gotten married, about to get married, really, really close here in the time frame. And so I think about this verse. It says, the man who finds a wife finds a treasure and he receives favor from the Lord is that is incredible. And it's so true is we just had Valentine's day. We've been celebrating kind of like the beginning of our relationship. Anne-Marie and I luckily were able to meet at church and have just a good godly foundation. But as I look back over my life, I think, man, finding Anne-Marie and God putting us together is like the best thing that's happened to me aside from Jesus. Like when I look at it, we're have known each other for 19 years now and we're getting close to that point where we've known each other longer than we've not known each other. And I can think of no other thing that was more impacting. And I'm not just, you know, trying to earn brownie points here. I truly mean this is it makes a difference. And that's out there too. If you're a lady, like those who, who find a godly husband, it's going to really, it's going to be a blessing. So we don't have to unpack that one much more, but I had to make sure I focused on verse 22 because that is one of my favorites. What about you? What's a verse that, that you really love? I really like uh, 21 right before that. The tongue can bring death or life. 
um, that first part of the verse is just so powerful because you don't realize how your words affect people and situations. Like God has given us our tongue to speak life, and it's so powerful. Um, I've really learned to be careful with what I say and just— you know, even if you're feeling sick or something, like not necessarily saying, oh, I feel so sick, yeah. but I'm believing that I'm healed. Come on. Maybe I need a little more rest today, but, yeah. you know, just speaking those life words. Yeah. That's good. I like that. That's a really good one is the tongue can bring death or life. Those who love to talk will reap the consequences and our words have power. I've had the opportunity to teach our live and walk by faith course for ECCU all throughout February. And this, this concept is hard when you're not used to it, but we frame our world by the words of our mouth. So you will have what you say. Those are red letters from Jesus is that we're going to determine what happens in our life, but what we speak and what we believe. And so I'm believing for good things. Another one that really jumped out to me, and I love it so much, is looking that uh, verse 12, most people think of the New King James. Pull that up for me while I'm saying it in the NLT. We'll give a little tribute to New King James. But it says, haughtiness goes before destruction. Humility precedes honor. That is such a good verse. And, you know, Proverbs are really instruction for life. You can take these as standalone verses and live your life by them. But this is the one that people think of often of like pride comes before the fall, you know, and it it's not a good way to live. What does it say in the New King James? New King James says, before destruction, the heart of a man is haughty and before honor is humility. Yeah. So just this idea of pride comes before the fall. And Jesus says that the first must be the last, the greatest, the least, is that we'll bow down and he is going to be glorified. He, like, we're going to put Jesus first instead of being prideful and thinking the most about yourself. And mm -hmm. that's what really will change your life. And I love the Proverbs for these, just practical applications that can change your life. What else did you that's see? Good. I like that one also about um, being haughty. You know, when you get confident in something that God has called you to do, yeah. you got to be careful not to be haughty, but still like be confident yep. and know it's okay like that confidence we've heard. Yeah. Like confident in who God made you yeah. and what God has called you to do, but knowing that you can't do it without him. Yep. But it's okay to have confidence. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, that is a big difference is that it's okay to be confident in yourself in the sense of knowing who God made you to be, but not full of yourself. Like yes. there's a big difference. Like you think about team sports and you know that, you know, there's no I in team is that football is such a great example because no single player can win a game. It really takes all the players on the team. Whereas even in basketball, you can have a Michael Jordan or LeBron James that could score, you know, half the points of the game and really carry it. But it really, when you put God in charge, it changes everything. Verse 14 is a bit heavy, but I love it because God's been he's been ministering to me and helping me to really see people different. Is it says the human spirit can endure a sick body, but who can bear a crushed spirit? And this is one of the things that God's really been speaking to me on is we don't know where people are at. People are so good at faking it. As you see them at church and they got a smile on their face and maybe they got a 
beautiful little nuclear family, a husband and wife, and they're like photo ready with three little kids and they got the nice car and you think it's all together. And then you find out that someone's dealing with suicidal thoughts or that they've got a secret, you know, drug addiction for years because they're dying inside. And this is a big deal is you don't always know what's going on. And so it's better to always just have a soft heart towards those. I love this idea. Pastor Dan says it is take the time to look around is don't move so quickly, especially for me as a, a pastor and weekends are full. Like we're at the portable campus at Vieira and there's a lot of moving pieces. We'll get there at seven. We're going to set up church and we got our first service at nine 15. There's, there's hundreds of things that have to come together for church to be ready. And then on the other side, there's hundreds of things that have to be taken down to be ready but I want to make sure I move slowly and look and see who's around and know that people could be dealing with the crushed spirit and that God could maybe use me or you or someone else to give an encouraging word and to minister to them. Yes, that's so good. And just looking at people through God's eyes and not just the exterior and how we may perceive them is so important. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Any other verses for you? I got a few here, but I don't want to take all the time. I do love to talk. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so verse 16. This is interesting because Proverbs also talks about being careful to not just give gifts to win favor, but then it says giving a gift can open doors. It gives access to important people. And it's like, okay, Solomon, I'm listening. Like the Queen of Sheba came and she presented gifts to him and it opened up doors to spend time with the wisest man. And then he gave gifts back to her and it opens things. And I like giving gifts. Like when we look at the five love languages, getting gifts is not my most important thing. Like for me, and if you're on the radio and you've never heard five love languages, like you got to crawl out from a rock because most of us <laughs> have heard it at least once. But for me, it's typically going to be words of encouragement or words of affirmation and then physical touch. Those are my main ways. But I love to give gifts, even if receiving them is not that big of a deal to me. Hmm. But giving a gift opens up doors. And I've seen that before to where, you know, hmm. I remember years ago, I really wanted to spend time with someone, but we were busy and it was hard and it didn't work. And I just said, hey, I want you to know, I want to treat you to lunch forever. Like, I'm not going to let you buy lunch. This is just my honor. And he was a pastor in my life and I wanted to spend time. And it's like, just so you know, the dispute is finished. There's no flipping a coin. I get lunch. And it opened up time for us to just spend a lot of time together. And it's like, this is my joy. And it gave me access and us to be able to do life more that way. But maybe it's not just a lunch. It's some other kind of gift that you can do it can open up a conversation. They could open up mentorship. It can open up to soften someone, maybe a neighbor who's angry and you've had some disputes. Give them a gift and see what God does. Yeah. I was thinking neighbor too, just like we have neighbors we've been praying for and really want to be able to see a door open for us to share the gospel. Yeah. Um, and I I don't know. I've not really thought of giving a gift. I think maybe we've done a couple over the years. Yeah, some cookies or brownies or something yeah, like that. It's cool. But maybe something a little more thoughtful. Ah, I like it. Good. Write it down. Yeah. I know you're a note taker, so <laughs> I'm going to watch and see if she writes it down so it we down. get it done. I'm right. That's it. good. So another one, so much content here. I'm just going to move down. Verse 19, an offended friend is harder to win back than a fortified city. 
Arguments separate friends, like a gate locked with bars. I was just talking to a good friend about this, is like some silly argument that can go back 10 years, and sometimes you don't even remember what the original fight was about. And you've had that happen in your life where family members have stopped talking for 20 years. And they're like, I think it was about this, but I can't really remember, and maybe you were wrong or I was wrong, but... The problem is pride. Mm. Once that separation happens, no one wants to clearly come with like hat in hand, humble Mm. to say, will you forgive me? And so let me put this out there for you on the radio, on podcasts, however you're getting it. Be the first to forgive. Like that is so powerful. Peter challenges us in the New Testament. He says, even a sinner is going to accept blame when they're wrong, but a true righteous person will accept blame even when they're not wrong. It's like... Just take it, just say, I'm sorry, and not a fake apology. Don't say, I'm sorry you got upset. Like, that ain't a real apology. I'm sorry for what happened, and I did this, and that you were hurt. Like, and really take it, and then win that person back, because life is too short. And when we get to the end of this life, and when we get to eternity, like, we're all going to live somewhere We're not going to take possessions. Like Nick's not going to be able to take his super cool Volkswagen to heaven. He's not going to be able to take his new knife sharpener he got for his wedding. But the only thing he can take is people. Yeah. And people are worth forgiveness. People are worth trying to make things right and to be able to win back an offended brother. Because, man, once they can get gone, Proverbs says, it's harder to win them back than a fortified city. But you can do it through forgiveness. Yeah. And you have modeled that for me. And you're so good at just saying you're sorry. And it really softens my heart. And when you do that, like I've learned how to ask for forgiveness, even when I feel like it's not my fault, which is hard sometimes. And it's so valuable though, because you don't want to break those relationships and you don't want to offend people. And you could cause them to stumble if you offend people. So Yeah, that's good. Yeah, just knowing different personality types. If you're out there, like Anne-Marie is a very big justice person and wanting to like know the rules. Before we play a board game, she's going to read all those rules two times. Like we did a church scavenger hunt uh, sometime back around Christmas and there was rules. And I watched her in the car read the rules 12 times, 15 Uh, times, maybe more. Like (laughs) she wants to know. And I'm like, let's just start driving to Cocoa Beach and go find a giant surfboard. And she's like, no, I need to understand all of it. But in that same way, when it comes to forgiveness, you can get hung up in the technicality. Like, well, they did this and they did that. But that's a great modeling of just, just forgive. Like if we blow it or if you don't blow it, just be the first one to get the ball rolling. And I like this. It ties in there too. As verse 24 says, there are friends who destroy each other, but a real friend sticks closer than a brother. And this one is really, it hits home for me. I've lost a, a really dear friend recently. It's it's tragic to think about this, but since I've been a teenager, I've actually lost six of my very close friends, either to suicide or to drug overdose or just tragedy. And these are friends that like, I spent every day with for months. Like we stayed at each other's house every night. We hung out every day. We were truly like best friends. And I lost another one and it broke my heart. But I thought about those friendships of this idea of there are friends that can destroy each other. 
You know, some of the friends that we were the closest with, I can vividly remember this, is we would be literally best friends, like easily take a bullet for each other, stand up in a fist fight and like brother in arms, doesn't matter. But we would also quarrel sometimes and fight because, you know, it runs both ways. But then there's a real friend that sticks closer than a brother is I have real brothers in this world that, you know, some I'm all close with, some I'm not very close with. And I wish we were closer, but I've had friendships that were better that could be like, hey, got your back no matter what. And I, I believe in you and I accept you and I'm encouraging you. And it's going to be, there can be friendships that can be even greater. Like we can't get away from family. They're going to be there always because you're connected by blood. But God can really give you a friend that's amazing. Why don't you share on that? Because I know God has really blessed you with some friendships. Yeah. Um, I know like living with anybody is difficult. So, or even just being around people, you know, you're going to have um, arguments or whatever. But so learning to forgive, learning to move past those things is so important. And I just shared a message at TNT on Sunday about uh, friendship and how God really wants to be our friend. And it was really impactful to a lot of people because I think a lot of uh, youth especially put a lot of emphasis on friends as maybe a source of their joy. But God is really the true source of joy. That's good. Yeah, keep going with that. Is that's, that's a big deal. Is when I was a teenager, I thought my friends were everything. Yeah. Like I have 10 friends that have the words friendship tattooed underneath their collarbones, like big, oh, wow. big three inch, four inch letters. And we thought friendship was everything. And it's interesting, like the term, excuse it, like when the doo-doo hits the fan, you'll see who's around. That's actually a lyric from one of my friends that they felt that later because they realize friends scatter sometimes. And I, I went through some tough times as a teenager and it's like, oh my gosh, where are all these people that I thought had my back no matter what? And you could find those who really did stick around, but I realized I needed God to be my best friend and more than a person. And you and I have experienced this now in our marriage that you can't just expect your spouse or your best friend to fulfill you either. Is that's going to come from a quality relationship with God? And when you got that right, then you're going to be a good friend because you're not looking for that person to make you happy and to entertain you and to fulfill (laughs) you all the time. You're coming full because of God then you can pour out and everything is much better. Yes, that's so true. I did have to learn that in our marriage because I think I might have idolized marriage a little bit (laughs) and then realized, wow, you know, I can't expect him to make me happy all the time. Like, I need to look to God. All those Nicholas Sparks books and movies definitely give some false senses of reality. (laughs) Yeah, but we get to learn that in the good ways is to realize, you know, I'm I'm flawed and and we're all flawed. I won't say you're flawed because you're perfect. No, I'm not. But we're all flawed, (laughs) but we can learn that you know, God is the one who fulfills us, and then we can help others like that. So oh, yeah. we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back in just a minute to finish up the program. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age, 
or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone. So come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too big or too small. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Find them online at ineedafence.com. The New Thing Youth Church is a generation of students destined to change the world through God's power and love. If you're between 7th and 12th grade, join us every week for fun, relationships, and the Word of God. The New Thing Youth Church meets at the Parkway Worship Center every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. and Sunday night at Vieira High School at 6 p.m. Check out our TNT Youth Church app for more details. For over 30 years, Cabron Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabron Air will take care of it. Their phone number is 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or find them online at cabron.com. Customer satisfaction is their top priority. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. At East Coast Christian Academy, our mission is to create a space where children will thrive, and we believe they grow best in a safe, clean, Christ-centered environment. We're passionate about showing the love of Jesus to children in our community and helping them become everything God has called them to be. At East Coast Christian Academy, we are all about family, We work hard to foster a culture and environment of positive attitudes and teamwork. And we provide flexible schedule options for team members who have their own busy family lives. Do you have experience in early childhood educational environments in the heart for the next generation? If so, we have room on the team for you. Find out more about joining our academy team online at eccc.us slash academy or call us at 321-453-453. Kids. That's 321-453-5437. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. All right, welcome back. Man, Proverbs 18 has been so rich and been awesome having Anne-Marie on the program with me. She has got a verse that she wants to share here as we wrap up. Uh, Number two says, fools have no interest in understanding. They only want to air their own opinions. Mm. I just feel like that's so prevalent right now in our world, just people wanting to just say what they think and not really trying to care about people or understanding what someone is going through. It's almost like 
They don't even really care what you're saying. They just can't wait till they can say what they're going to say yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Where we really need to be listening and caring for people. Oh, that's so good. I love this is that James says, be slow to speak, slow to wrath and quick to listen. And this idea of that we have two ears and one mouth because we should listen twice as much as we talk is instead of just talking to someone and waiting for your turn to share what you have to say, why don't you actually listen and not just the words, understand what's happening behind the words. Find out if there's more going on because oftentimes there is. Ask for God to give you discernment and understanding to really hear what's yes. going on. So thanks for joining us today. It was great getting to hang out with you, Anne-Marie. I love you. And it's awesome to get to do ministry with you. We'll be back for a program next time. We'll see you next time. Bye. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.